Hello, my loves. How are y'all? Ugh, I'm so happy to be here. Like always, I love podcasting. What can I say? It's so nice um, to be with y'all again, for y'all to be with me again. I hope, um, you know, from the last time, you know, from our last episode, from the last time you heard me, from our last time interacting, that y'all are doing good. Y'all are doing well. If you're not, then you know thank you for being truthful and naming that and i hope that you feel better i hope that the knowledge within this episode can help you to feel better as well and yeah shout out to you if you're here you know from tiktok because your girl is blowing up over there period My last episode got me so many new listeners. And like, if you've been here before, shout out to you. Thank you for coming back. You already know, like, I said it in a couple episodes, I think. But like my inner child, every time I see that listener amount number go up, you know, every time I see higher peaks in the podcast overall but also like the individual episodes like she's just like oh my gosh I can't compute (laughs) because like as a child I was very expressive I'm a Leo honey like imagine having the literal sun's energy in your body (laughs) like I gotta let it out And so, like, just a very expressive child, as children naturally are. And I know a lot of us can relate, you know, parents who, well, with having parents who have unrealistic expectations of children to always be quiet, always be muted in some way, and wanting the child to mute themselves for them. And so, like, as a child, I was muted a lot, you know? I'll get into this phenomenon later, but you know, the energy in my throat, it was, it was very blocked, cut off. And I was literally told like in my face to shut up very forcefully multiple times. And so, you know, that does a lot to you especially as expressive as I am. Every time that I see that number go up, And I get more and more listeners. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Y'all really like, it came to a point like I was told to shut up so much. And now like for a living, like I talk. (laughs) Funny how God works, honey. So if you are new, welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. Who am I? I am Nicole Heels. And that person is a divine healer, a spiritualist who talks about all things healing and guides people on their journeys, especially when it comes to healing the inner child. So if you are guided here, just know that it was for a reason and I welcome you and then am very happy to assist you on your journey. This podcast is one of my many facets, you know, of spreading and exploring healing. And it's called the Healing Corner because I want y'all to come here and feel cozy, you know, wherever you're listening. I want y'all to feel 
safe enough to open up to these topics, you know, because they are heavy. They are very truthful. And as someone who's been given the task in this lifetime to spread true truth, I know, I see, and I perceive how raw it can be. You know, and if you came here from TikTok, especially my last TikTok, you know, that one that's like blowing up of my podcast episode from, um, you know, the last one that I did, you know, just how raw truth can be. And so I'm not one of those people that believe in like tough love, you know, like the way that society says, I'm not someone who's just going to give it to you raw, but like raw is really code word for mean and rude. And then just leave you there to deal with it because as a teacher, like as a true teacher, that's not the way to do things. That's not the way that people learn. So I know how important it is to have a gentle and welcoming hand when it comes to talking and teaching about these things. So I want y'all to feel safe. And I hope you feel safe right now. I hope that you can meet me in your respective healing corner and grab your whites, grab your comfortable PJs, your bonnet, your fuzzy socks, Put on your face mask and bring over your water, your tea, you know, your coffee. I don't judge, honey. If you need coffee to relax, that's on you. Even if, you know, say you got a little orange juice and like, you know, a little champagne finds its way, you know, into the glass. Like even that, you know, bring a little wine, even if you got a cup and the orange juice never makes it there and it's just champagne. (laughs) I'm all for it, honey. And just like come and share some space with me. Before we get into the episode, if you would like to donate to this podcast and to me in general as a creator, as a teacher, and a guide, you can send in donations to my Cash App and my Venmo, which are both NICCC1. If you would like to make reoccurring donations, there is also the listener support option on um the hosting site where this podcast is which is anchor um i think dot fm.com and yeah they have like a button and it'll tell you what to do child and then you can also subscribe to my patreon and set up a monthly subscription of four dollars and 44 cents a month or higher and on there you can get some additional treats read some of my articles about healing use some of the journal prompts that i have on there for subscribers And, you know, just get your healing life. (laughs) Lastly, if you would like to send in non-monetary donations, be sure to rate the podcast. If the place that you're listening on allows you to comment, leave a comment, you know, especially shout out to all my Apple music um, peoples out there. (laughs) But yeah, that helps me in a big way to expand my reach by just a few simple clicks on your part. Also following me on my socials checking out my socials leaving a like a comment even a dm about you know how this podcast and this episode helped you oh so much (laughs) that is greatly appreciated especially to the inner child within me (laughs) and 
you can also just simply share the podcast, the podcast um, in general, but also any episode that truly personally helped you send it, you know, to your bestie. Y'all trying to be spiritual baddies together, you know, it's lit. I will get her together too, or, you know, them together too. send it to a family member, you know, who you may low key want to drag. <laughs> I'm playing. But, you know, a family member who's also on their healing journey, anyone that, you know, you feel that, you know, my content would help, that really does also help me expand my reach. And it's just really greatly appreciated. So thank you so much in advance. And now let's get into it, honey. So this episode, I love it. It's like every episode I love, (laughs) so I can't really like discriminate. But in the last episodes, part one and two, we talked about energy, you know, my new like facet of just the journey of spirituality that I've just taken so much to, you know, and we talked about like how subtle it is and how intricate it can really get when analyzing family structures and the ways how, as well as how much energy gets exchanged through family. And if that really interests you, feel free to check out those episodes. Um, It should be my last two episodes before this one that I uploaded. It gets really juicy on there. Guarantee you will not want to miss it. Go check it out, honey. They're loving it on TikTok. (laughs) So I thought that it was only right in this episode to talk about clearing and grounding your energy, you know, so that you could keep up with your own energetic hygiene and make sure, simply make sure that you are sitting, relaxing, living, breathing, and basking in your own energy and not your family's, not someone else's. You know, not a myriad of people, some of which you don't even really know like that, but their energy is just there for whatever reason, you know? And this is pretty much the main reason why a lot of us just start to randomly just feel just off, you know? Random bouts of anxiety, random bouts of nervousness, randomly drained, even randomly get the chills, you know, out of nowhere, randomly get sleep paralysis, you know, that's definitely my story, honey, or even randomly get a stint of nightmares sometimes. That's also my story, child. Our energy in some way, shape and form is off, you know? someone else's energy is here actively throwing our own energy off balance or we interacted with someone else's energy for longer than we should have you know and weren't really consciously aware of how it was affecting us and you know when we were interacting with it it just threw us off balance you know in that moment so yes energetic hygiene is a thing this is why it's a thing and it requires routine maintenance you know just like our physical 
We wash our bodies every day for the exact same reasons that we must clear and ground every day, you know, routinely like that. Because we come in contact with so many people, so many stenches that stay in our clothes, that stay on our hair, that stay on our skin. So many little microscopic little things that attach to us, you know, and follow us home. And so we cleanse at the end of the day. We wash our clothes frequently, you know, multiple times a month. And in order to wash all of that away and prevent unnecessary buildup that can cause stenches, you know, funkiness on us (laughs) that we don't want, but also that can cause sickness that can throw off our like physical equilibrium, you know, our white T cells type shit. (laughs) It's a level of defense. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's a level of defense that we have and do to prevent bacteria and all of that stuff from entering our body. And by taking this action, we greatly lower those possibilities and chances. And by practicing it routinely, which I really want to get into, you know, every day, even starting off every week but we have to do it frequently we up our defenses you know to make sure nothing is left lingering and it's in this routine maintenance that the work truly gets done because you can't just do a one and done okay I'm gonna ground and clear my energy and then it's gonna stay that way for the rest of my life because it doesn't work that way you know Throughout this episode, I'll get into, actually next, just how much energy is lurking. But I don't mean that with like a negative or menacing (laughs) intent of like, ooh, energy is lurking around you. You know, I don't want to fear monger, y'all. I'm just saying this is what's happening objectively, Everything has energy, you know? We come in contact to energy. Energy is literally air. We are always in contact with the air. We need it to breathe, you know? Energy, like, we come in contact with it all the time. And we can't see it just like air. And so, within the air, if you can understand, when you go outside, within the air is... (laughs) I just got, um, you know, like that running joke, especially in the black community of like, oh, you smell like outside. Go take a shower or something. You know, like in the outside is the smelling of outside. In the outside is other people and the stenches that come with them and the smells that come with them, you know, and like the dirt. I don't know, child, but just, you know, the stuff that comes with and from other people. And so if you can understand that if you just take a shower once a week, if you just take a shower once in your life, and then you think it's just going to be one and done, like, okay, I'm clean. I'm going to be clean for the rest of my life. It doesn't work that way, honey. That's why I say it's in the routine maintenance that the work truly gets done. 
Whoo. Because I'll get into this later. I know editing me is going to be like, girl, you jumping around in the script. Stay to it. But like, child, I got ADHD. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Let's, let's get back to being professional. But, (laughs) but any, like, that's true. Like, honey, like I have ADHD. I got to jump everywhere, but I say it's in this that the work truly gets done because you'll be able to not only get acquainted with your own energy, but also know how it feels so that you can also know how it feels when someone else's energy is trying to lurk around you, trying to come in, you know, you'll know how it feels when you may encounter an energy vampire or when you just may feel where you have like a leak within your energetic field, you know? And that starts off a really deeper knowing into yourself, but also deeper protection, you know? And to be honest, it's just the start of a beautiful journey of just understanding things from a spiritual level and yourself from a spiritual level, you know? And you get, you know, more in tune with your spiritual body. (laughs) But anyways, child, by cleansing our energetic body at some point every day, we can up our own defenses, of foreign energies coming into our energetic fields and disrupting our equilibrium and our natural flow, you know, because being a highly sensitive person myself, and I know other highly sensitives can relate to this. I've always been able to perceive energy. You know, I've always been that one. I grew up (laughs) very confused in life. Because I could always see what was on the surface wasn't really truly all that was being talked about or all that was there. I could always see that there was something deeper into it. It was something always underneath the surface. And so I've always been a perceiver of energy, a feeler, honey, child. And so I know that because I've encountered a lot of people in my life like this, there are a lot of people whose energy is just very bombarding. You know? It's just like, uh, just very like, picture someone in like um, a bubble, like a clear bubble. And then someone just comes around, you know, like everyone is all copacetic and then someone just comes around like, mushing everybody pushing everybody with their own like bombarded energy for no reason you know like they will push and mush and shut themselves into your energy field at just as a way to have control just because they want to be in control you know just for their own complexes just because they like power, just because it's their preference to be in this type of power, to be bombarding, 
not for no type of like moral good or nothing. And a lot of these type of people we have in our families, both our immediate family and our extended. For me as a child, I, it like, it was instilled in me, but I also just had like this knowing of like, there is a clear right and a clear wrong. And of course my parents also instilled that into me as well. So that, well, we already know why child, <laughs> so, because that's, that's part of parenting. And, but the way that they do it, child, there's some critiques with that. (laughs) But so I was taught that like adults were always right. So like I had like this blind obedience to adults and also this blind um, innocence to them as well. So I thought adults were just always morally right. And so when I would come in contact with people like this who just have bombarding energy, it really confused me because I'm like, yo, like, what's what's the moral lesson in all of this? Like, what's the moral good? What are the, what are the virtues in this? Like, and I had to really grow up and realize myself that a lot of people are just this way, like, are the way that they are due to their own complexes. And for a lot of people, they have a power complex. And so people are the way that they are just because they want power, just because they want it, just because they want some authority, just because they want to be the center of attention, you know? And when people are bombarding with their energy unconsciously, yet energetically, they will make sure that it lingers with you so that they get their fix of having power over other people. And so whether you are sensitive to energy or not, we all perceive energy as humans, you know? And I feel like as we heal, we come back to a sensitive and vulnerable state that's a fraction of how we were when we were children, you know? But I'm also acknowledging, like, with that, we are all sensitive to energy. There are still also other people who are more sensitive to it than others. And so whether you identify which with 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 whichever party, try to say that five times fast, child. I will give you like $50 if you can. Tag me in it. <laughs> um, with whichever group that you identify with, we're all impacted by energy. We can all feel tension in a room and perceive tension between two people. You know, we, that's the main point. We are still coming into contact with energy and perceiving it easily. We all come into contact with someone who is angry and we may prefer to just leave the room if the anger is too much because we can feel that. And we may not, and we may be absorbing that. You know, and we don't want to absorb it any longer. We all can get flustered, whether in a crowded room or in an empty one, you know, where we feel a tingle on us or we get some type of feeling and we like turn around only to see someone has been staring at us the whole time that we're feeling this feeling, you know? And so 
I'm saying these are the subtle ways and collective experiences that we have in perceiving energy. And so if energy can just be exchanged from just a look, you know, if energy can splay out to a room from the tension of just two people between just two people or from the anger of just one person, Imagine what happens when someone is directly, doesn't matter if it's consciously or not, but directly sending you jealousy, you know, and it could just be from a look and then a feeling that they have, whether they express that jealousy or not, you know, other people are unconscious of the energy that they send and that they splay out. And this is why our energetic hygiene is our responsibility. Because other we cannot control other people and the energy that they give out. We can surround ourselves with people that have good energy and that we resonate with on multiple levels. You know, energetically, spiritually, and all of that. But that still does not save us from like a world where energy is just getting exchanged on a whim, you know, at the easy, at the easy. (laughs) You know what? I'm going to keep that. Yeah, at the easy. (laughs) And so, like, just imagine. We encounter this every day from little looks and glances, you know, to prolonged stares, to having an emotionally immature boy who doesn't know how to regulate their own emotions, you know, only know how to place them onto other people, you know, emotionally immature people in our family, our parents who don't know how to regulate their own emotions and only knows how to complain about you and what you're doing and blame it on you. You know, we hold that. You know, we encounter also power hungry people with fragile egos. We encounter deeply insecure people who don't know how to allow other people to be different, other people to be great. You know, other people to have their own opinions, have their own unique energy and unique style and unique behavior. And then who may just cast judgment all the time. This comes, this can come from multiple people on multiple levels. And I was just talking about the real world. Now consider social media. You know? consider that this is what we encounter when we you know when we're in the world when we're living and I promise I'm like I said I'm not here to fear monger I'm here to just inform y'all because just like energy is just objectively here you know like air is we perceive it you know, good or bad, positive or negative, you know, it gets objectively exchanged even by, um, like unknowingly by and to us, but even by the people that we love, 
you know, and they may send us their love and their admiration, but at the end of the day, being energetically codependent, like we know, you know, like we are taught to condition to be by society and keeping other people's energy within us, other people's love within us for us to hold and to have even though that sounds good and that sounds beautiful we're still using another other people's energy another person's energy to feel good when we deserve to use our own energy to feel good we deserve energetic autonomy to where say if that person's love and admiration goes away for whatever reason we are not left feeling empty and we don't literally feel like we're dying you know we don't feel just so very disheartened like energy just left and went away and now we don't know what to do with ourselves That's why a lot of our breakups, friendship and romantic are very painful. And so we deserve to feel good and know that we're good and feel safe. Whether someone is here or not, we deserve to feel safe within ourselves. I just wanted to extend that, you know, like in in talking about how energy gets objectively exchanged, you know, good and bad. But also know that like we have subtle energies working for us as well, whether they be our own boundaries, you know, set in place by our own personality, whether like we are cognizant about energy, uh, energy and energy work and how it gets exchanged or not. Like whether you were conscious about it before this episode, we, you know, have defenses in our personality, you know, that work for us in expelling certain energy from around us, you know, that we naturally just don't mesh with. But we also have our own spirit guides, you know, around us, helping us, guiding us, loving us, angels around us, keeping us protected. You know, there's a protection that we have from God, you know, from the higher power, from our higher self. And within, from our intuition that protects us as well. So we're not just walking around all susceptible. Being able to have this daily check-in, it gets us acquainted, like I was saying, with our own energy. And we may know, well, we, it's like, it's such a blessing to know when you're feeling off, when you're feeling overwhelmed, and then be able to check in and see why you know, and see what's happening, gain some insight about what's happening underneath the surface. But you'll also be able to feel the good too, you know, feel how it feels when you're truly grounded, you know, when you're truly rooted in the, in, in general, but also in self, you'll feel like how clear it is, like the relief from like your energy grounding, You know, how balanced and peaceful and happy and joyful that you feel. And be aware of these things. Um, It allow and how it allows us to consciously perceive our own energy. You know, it can make you conscious of your healing 
you know, and perceive when you reached a point in healing and how you genuinely feel different from a year ago, a month ago, and even a day ago, you know, like it has multiple clearing and grounding and perceiving energy has multiple purposes and can help you in so many ways. And that's why a lot of our guys, when we we're first at the beginning, show us to firstly ground, to first get acquainted with our root chakra before we try to do the upper chakras. Cause like, I know when we all start, like we want the tea, honey, we want the universal tea, all that universal knowledge, you know, from the Makashic records, <laughs> you know, like we want the tea, honey. And we'll try to open our third eye first or our crown. But there's a reason why you start from the bottom up. Because number one, you may not be ready for all that information. You know, if you don't have a stable foundation and say like a a truth bomb just gets thrown onto you, your foundation may crumble. And then what's going to happen? A lot of people get thrown off, lose their soul, lose their marbles, you know, because of it, because of trying to open that crown first without being able to have a foundation to hold that type of truth and to hold that energy, you know, think of it like a balloon. Like, it'll be a balloon without a string. You'll just float away. You know, in multiple instances, you will just float away. And you may be unembodied. And it could leave your body open. (laughs) Not to fear monger, y'all, but it could leave your body open. Not even just the energy of other people. But, you know, to these spirits child lurking looking there's people like in purgatory who want a nice fresh body to take over they're not ready to to go to that other side child you know and if you was you know just looking at the the phone or the 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 screen wherever you listening to this you know like oh those are the type of truths that you will understand as you further in your journey and there's more and it's why you have to start by staying grounded first and knowing how to stay grounded so that you can handle the truth so that you can be embodied as you go further and further on your journey and so lastly before you know I get into all the techniques and stuff because we are still getting into that understand that through life as we grow up Due to childhood trauma, due to harm that we encountered in childhood from multiple people over an extended period of time, you know, our internal energies are probably already compromised. You know, we live in a society that conditions you to be codependent. And to keep other people's energy within you in order to depend on to feel good, you know? And so we're already compromised. We're already very open like that. We already have energetic holes in our field, you know, that are looking to be filled. 
Yeah. And like to go kind of off script, this is why people say they don't really explain it very well at all, especially on social media. But this is why people say you are what you attract. It's complicated. I don't even like that phrase. But what they mean by that is that our energy like is compromised. We may not have good boundaries. We may have holes, like a certain hole. Picture like a spear around you, you know, and then a hole on the side of your hip, you know, like a hole in it. But it looks like a hole at the side of your hip. And so that is where our energy is leaking. There are people that are looking for that specific hole at the side of your hip. Because it benefits the whole um, at the on the right of their chest, you know, and so in that way, you quote unquote are what you attract, but your energy is attracting or your lack of boundaries, your lack of protection is attracting someone who is looking for that specific energy leak for their benefit, you know, and so this is why. We must take our energetic hygiene into our own hands so that there are not other people around us that are only around us because they are benefiting from our energetic leak. We deserve to have people around us that like us for us, you know? So understand that we already may have these holes and blockages within us from other people's energy and from being hurt. From having to inherit generational trauma in our family baggage. And I get more into that in the last episode. Definitely go check it out. You know? And so, understand that. And let's move on and get into it, y'all. So, the way that I can explain the importance of energy and like how it works and how it works in our bodies is by going through the chakras so the first is you know my old-time favorite I was just showing it you know mad respect um in my meditation after I was doing yoga because like oh grounding when I tell y'all like at first you're like okay whatever like I'm just trying to get to this third eye honey (laughs) I definitely understand But grounding, becoming more patient, becoming more rooted within yourself, more self-assured is truly the bee's knees. Let me tell you, honey. (laughs) Our root chakra holds our own internal sense of grounding, you know, of feeling safe, of feeling protected. And that inner rootedness that I was talking about and confidence to be yourself to show up how you show up naturally in the world because of an inner knowing that you are safe. Understand that this is the first chakra that gets shaken and stirred, you know, when we are younger and gets blocked because in our early childhood, not a lot of us felt safe to truly be ourselves we felt like we had to fulfill a certain role and be something outside of ourselves to get acceptance. 
you know? And so we did not, like our confidence was shaken. Our sense of being protected as our natural selves was shaken, you know? And that caused us to develop anxiety and also being bullied, you know, going through trauma at such a young age, at such an open stage, you know, in our lives, it could have left us feeling very safe. I mean, unsafe and in danger all the time and unprotected. There's a reason why you start here so that you can feel how it feels to feel safe again in the world, in your body, as yourself, you know, and you can feel protected. And it's one of our first defenses. And it's your first set, you know, of an energetic boundary, getting acquainted with this space and connecting with it and and making sure you are rooted you know, because like, think about the decisions that you make when you're anxious versus when you're more calm. You know, if you don't particularly know how it feels to feel grounded, you know, this is like your first um, rodeo with this information. Like when you're anxious, you don't make good decisions because like you're just trying to, you're just going to pick something. You're just going to settle on something. Um, to just have something to hold versus holding your own energy. And because of that, you feel safe and you feel full, you feel embodied and you're actually able to make a sound decision. You know, just understand that when it comes to working on the root. And then we move up. This is why we move from the ground up because it's that root that amplifies and influences the other chakras including that third eye and that crown honey so moving on our solar plexus holds our strength and our power and our confidence where we feel in control of our lives and it may be blocked by parents who did not let us defend ourselves against them you know and hold our own strength in protecting ourselves even against them you know for being able to say things like you're hurting me or that hurt me if all they said back to you was that don't hurt or shut up or they just ignored you and then if you tried to like stop the thing that was hurting you they like hit you and they punished you. However, understand you no longer felt safe. And then also your ability to defend yourself was taken away. And when that happens over multiple times, our root and our solar plexus, our ability to have our own power and be autonomous gets blocked, you know, especially when it comes to instances of like respect and quote unquote love. You know, a lot of parents will do this really harshly and heavily because they think they're teaching you something, you know? And so then moving up, my favorite place, (laughs) our throat chakra may be blocked, which, you know, can defend us verbally 
from other people who mistreat us, you know, this can restrict this area to where you no longer feel safe defending yourself verbally. You know, you may be one of those people that is like, all right, no talking, just fighting, you know, because at one point you were taught that it wasn't polite for you to defend yourself against people that were hurting you. Even if those people were adults, you know, that your voice in some way was problematic And so all you know how to do in order to protect yourself and feel safe is through your body, you know, by fighting, you know, and I'm not saying that in like a judgy way or anything or saying like, oh, a right or a wrong. I'm just saying this objectively, like when one place, when one place gets blocked, it makes other places overactive when one place is underactive. So just take that example and, you know, try to see how that shows up in your own life or how it shows up in the lives of the people around you. You know, you want to psychoanalyze people. You know, I don't judge. (laughs) We all do it. And then moving on, our third eye that everybody wants to get to, our sense of knowing and inner judgment, inner knowing, excuse me, and judgment and discernment and overall intuition, it may be compromised because number one, in our childhood, it wasn't polite or proper for a child to trust themselves, you know, and thus speak up for themselves and thus like go out on their own and explore, which hindered our development but also use their own power to do so. The own power in their thinking, their own power like internally. Thus, keep themselves safe in using their own power in order to defend themselves. And so you see just how when our rule is compromised, when we don't feel safe, All these other places are also compromised. We get cut off from the third eye, you know? And if we try to just bulldoze past the root, understand we're just pushing up against energy that is not ready to be awakened yet, is not ready to be poked and prodded yet. And that's where it becomes a problem. And I really, I really want y'all to get that because I want y'all to be safe out here and I want y'all to feel safe in exploring your spiritual journey, you know? And so understand, see how our own inner lives have already affected our energetic fields and impact the way that we show up energetically in the world, you know? And it can explain why we why we absorb so much energy and we feel so tired and fatigued all the time because these energetic imprints matter. And we need to learn how to clear and ground in order to keep ourselves safe and protected so that we can learn how to get back to our own personal and original energetic imprint that we were born with. 
you know, and clear out our parents' energy and clear out our familial imprints and clear out our generational imprints that are blocking us and just get back to living our own lives and not somebody else's. You know, get back to being in our own happy, playful, joyful energy that we once had before we were compromised. We deserve that. Mm-hmm. And so how do we do this? Yes, let's get into it. Let's get into the juice, honey. So start by grounding every night before bed. And I know like... <laughs> You won't do it every day and that's fine. I'm not looking for you to start off by doing it every day. I'm giving you this information, like I said, not to fear monger, but just to ha- for you to have information, you know, for you to stay protected out here and for you to learn something that could really impact you in a positive way, you know, grounding If you start off every week, that's something, you know, as long as you do it, you'll see the differences in your sleep, your quality of sleep, especially with like sleep paralysis. This is something that I've dealt with because understand that like when we're grounded, our energy comes back into our body. You know, we have like a midline from our root to our crown and that holds our energy. And when we're in balance, that like the energy is filled there. But if we're not in balance there, then certain places are empty. And when certain places are empty, we become susceptible to other energies inappropriately interacting with us. And that could be why, for me, every time I slept on my back, I would get sleep paralysis or a nightmare or both. And that could, you know, be something that could make you look at your life and see why your sleep may always be getting interrupted, why you may wake up at the same time every night, you know, possibly 3 a.m. That's when the veils is thin, honey grounding and getting acquainted with your own energy it can give you some insight as to why certain things happen in your life you know so how you can ground you can limit it to 10 breaths 10 deep breaths right before you go to bed you know whether you're do this laying down in bed Or you sit down like on the ground in a cross-legged position, which really helps, you know, you feel like your sit bones, but then like you also feel your root chakra like on the ground and it's so spicy. (laughs) Or you can do this sitting with your feet planted on the floor, you know, sitting in a chair with your feet planted or on the edge of your bed. And that is also spicy too, because your root is getting some action and as well as your feet, it can really help you when it comes to, you know, like envisioning, um, how you're going to be rooted, which I'll get into in a little bit, but 
all you got to do is just set the intention, you know, however that looks for you, for you to ground your energy back into your body, you know, let go of the day and embrace the night, the right now and the present moment. And who knows, maybe that 10th breath will turn into an 11th and will turn into a 12th and so on to the point where you aren't even counting anymore. And You're just grounding your own energy and, you know, vibing with yourself. (laughs) You can envision your energy coming back solely to your root chakra at the base of your spine. And then from there, the grounding energy, you know, gets splayed out to the rest of your body and to your energetic field. You can envision a grounding cord, you know, from going from your root, connecting you to the core of the earth. And you can envision your own root chakra growing roots and then your own feet growing roots into the ground, into the earth, you know, and be sure to thank the earth (laughs) if you do this kind of envisioning, because, you know, it's just nice and polite, like, oh, thank you for your grounding energy. And it'll just add some spice to, you know, your routine, Gratitude really does amplify things. Just want to tell y'all that. You can also, if you're a person, because like this is pretty much meditation with intention. And if you're a person that struggles with meditating, you can definitely do guided meditations. That's how I started out because of the, you know, chatter in my mind. I couldn't get it to stop. (laughs) But also guided meditations really helped me with getting back into my imagination because a big part of intention meditating, you know, making the intention a ground to send your energy back to its respective energetic centers, you know, within your body, you need your um, imagination to do that. And so being able to connect back with your imagination and just let it go can be really beneficial, you know? So I recommend Jason Stevenson, the channel on um, YouTube. He's popping. I love him. Also the um, channel Great Meditation. They have good meditations for the morning. They're all mostly 10 minutes, you know? So they're quick and easy, honey. And they're so good. Oh, they're so good. Also, there is on YouTube the Mindful Movement, which, you know, they're good as well. I like them a lot. And they have a myriad of things that they do on that channel as well. But also, you can get into frequency music, you know, some brown noise to help you put you in the mood, you know, to where you can feel more grounded and I don't know, like you have like more ammo (laughs) or something, you know, like you have all these tools, you can hold one of your crystals, like, you know, do, do what you got to do. The color of the root chakra is red. So wearing, wearing red to bed to amplify grounding and safety and protection, you know, is also really spicy, but also know that grounding is really protective as well. So if you want to say something like, I erect and program 
my energetic boundaries to keep my energy in and other people's energy out you can then envision like your boundaries getting filled with the protective energy of your root chakra or with the color red you know something like that it really is all up to you you know you don't need me to tell you like all of the ways just understand and trust the intuitive messages you know and and guidance that you're probably getting right now as I'm talking about it that you're getting from your own mind from your own third eye honey all our third eyes is open don't worry (laughs) you don't need to go directly to it for it to open trust me enough grounding and it will open up more by itself And having good energetic boundaries that are informed by being grounded, it can also, number one, like clear up your energetic leaks. And if you want to directly say, I use my grounding, my root energy, whatever you want to say, to clear up and patch up any leaks in my energetic field, close up any holes, say that. Because... It will happen and you will notice how, number one, differently you show up in the world, but also how differently others treat you. Because energetically, and you know energetic energy is subtle, it will signal to others that your energy is not for the taking, especially not anymore. And they will leave you alone or they'll start treating you differently, you know? And this is why grounding before bed especially helps so much because of sleep paralysis, you know, because of nightmares and like, you know, energy lurking and, you know, making you feel really like this uncomfortable, which can give you nightmares and other like energetic stuff happening in your sleep people trying to contact you through your dreams you know like it'll definitely prevent against that also a lot of us astral travel in our sleep and we have no idea I know like I went to a reader and they told me that and I was like huh where do I be going But yeah, a lot of us astral travel, a lot of us be doing things in our sleep that we are not conscious of. And so having that extra layer of intended protection and grounding can protect us while we sleep and while we're vulnerable, you know? And so that's what it's about when it comes to grounding your energy. And here are some things you can say when you get to clearing your energy as well, and I would highly suggest you ground your energy first and then clear your energy, make the intention to clear after, you know? And so you can say things like, I call my energy back to me that has been expelled throughout the day. I call it back in its pure state, unattached to anyone else's energy. I clear out all of the energy that does not belong to me 
that is not mine and I clear it out of my energetic field. And then you can either give it, you know, to the earth's core to deal with. Yes, that's the thing. Definitely. Or you can give that energy to your higher self for them to deal with and then thank your higher self. And also, you know, thank the earth. (laughs) Hey guys, just popping, here's editing me, just popping in to um, explain why it's better to give it to the energy to the earth or your higher self rather than saying things that I know we've all heard like I send their energy back or um, I give them their energy back and it's because of this energy worker that I follow and I guess because I never plugged her in the episode I can plug her here and this other resource that is really good at Miriam Hasna I'll have it in the show notes she um educated us you know on why it's not good to say things like I send them their energy back especially people in our lives that we know that we may feel their energy lurking and it's because you may not know that your your own energy is not infused with that statement and with the energy that's being sent back because we could send it back in anger you know we can send it back with um our own like not like negative energy in a bad way but like you know if somebody made us mad and we're like yo i send you your energy back like you know that type of forcefulness (laughs) that type of you know, our frustration with them, our annoyance with them, how they hurt us, our pain may be intertwined with that energy that we're sending back to them, you know? And so when you're solely talking about energetic boundaries and you're just trying to not have your energy enmeshed with anyone else's you're not trying to have your energy lurking with someone else and their energy lurking with you it's just better especially as a beginner to trust the supports around you that are here to protect you as well which is your angels your higher self as well as the earth and your other myriad of guides so it may be better to say i give it to the earth that energy to the earth to be like composted and for the earth to deal with. I give it to my higher self and I ask that you send their energy back solely their energy. You could say I give it to my angels or any other um, guides that you know are around you and say I ask that y'all assist me in giving them back their energy or their own energy and making sure our energy is not inter or your energy is not intertwined with that so yeah I really wanted to make that distinction um so that y'all wasn't just out here sending you know your own energy to people and actively but unconsciously creating your own energetic leak and so also Please follow, if you like what I'm saying, follow Miriam Hasna on Twitter. 
She has a whole school where she teaches energy work. Um, I'll have her name and her at in the show notes. There's also this book by Cindy Dale that I'll also have in the show notes that is titled Energetic Boundaries. And it really taught me uh, some very good things, but it also awakened a lot of the knowledge about energy that was already in me. And it may help y'all as well. There's also her other book. I forget the title right now, but I'll have it in the show notes. It's called like, I think the Encyclopedia of Energetic Anatomy or something like that. But yeah, I just want to pop in and say that and let's get back to the episode. Bye. I love y'all. Bye. Also, when you're done grounding and now you want to clear, understand, number one, that energy cannot die. You know, like it can only be replaced. And so that's why when energy is taken away in our energetic field, like I was saying, when you have someone else's loving energy in you, when it's taken away, we feel so empty, you know, and it can leave a hole, which we can try to fill with other people's energy or other people can sense this hole And then try to fill it with their own energy for whatever reason that they have, child, based on their own complexes. But so it's important. Number one, this is why it's important to ground before you clear. And that, especially if you're just a beginner, you know. And then after you clear, it's important to say something along the lines of, I now allow my energy to settle into any holes and spaces that the energy that has left has left. (laughs) I should have worded that better, but that was just off the top of the dome, honey. I'm sure you'll find a better way to say that. So... You can say, I allow my own energy to fill in the spaces by the energy cleared. And intuitively, you can then, in your own mind, perceive those holes and then sound off the spaces that have been left empty. And then, you know, imagine like your root energy filling in those spaces. But then also consider the fact that You can do this with your other energy centers as well. You can say, I allow the energy that has cleared out of my solar plexus be replaced with my own energy, with my own power, with my own confidence. Same with the heart, same with the throat, same with the sacral chakra, all of that, honey. And I really want y'all to know it is really important to replace that energy that has left you know, make that intention. If you can't, you feel like you can't really perceive exactly where the energy has left after you clear, just do a general sweep. And then also can ask your higher self to assist you. Um, I allow my own energy to replace the energy that has left. You know, I allow my own energy to fill in the spaces and the holes and smooth out any energetic leaks so that I can be embodied and my energy can stay within my field. Trust me when I say like, you'll be fine. 
you will know intuitively what you want to say and you'll just say it. And if you need help, ask your guides to assist you. Ask your angels, ask your higher self, ask God. And they will come through, you know, and protect your neck. And so do this. Don't be surprised if you have an absolutely amazing sleep. (laughs) You know, if you fall asleep right after, this can help definitely with establishing a bedtime routine, you know, without your phone and without other electronics, you know, and you'll most likely start feeling different in general too. start feeling more grounded, more like filled up, you know, more embodied. You may even start standing up for yourself more, you know, because of this energetic work that you do for yourself every night. You know, I believe in y'all. Y'all can definitely get up to every night. I did. And even though you're like, girl, like you're informing us. But I had to start somewhere. And I started (laughs) with not doing it every night. And now I do it every night because I know how good it feels. And you will too. I believe in you, champ. (laughs) Um, You may even start also arguing less with other people. You know, your focus might shift more so to yourself and your life and from the lives and behaviors and reactions of other people to you your priorities might straighten you know in what really matters and that focus will shift to you and how you really matter and how your energy and it's peace you know it's equilibrium matters more so than the energy of other people and you just might start feeling more peaceful less anxious you know and you just may be more present in your waking life and so also for my people that deal with sleep paralysis like me don't be surprised if it subsides mostly or even completely you know And if you find that you had a lot of the symptoms that I mentioned of feeling tired and fatigued and drained all the time, don't be surprised if you start having more energy. I also want you to look up, if you're not already familiar with the term highly sensitive person, look it up and see if you um, identify with it or if you identify with being an empath, you know, or clairsentient It's like clairvoyance. It's part of the family of Claire's, you know, with clairvoyance. That's the most popular one. But clairsentience, excuse me, is clear feeling. And so if you feel like you are always perceiving energy, know that you need the boundaries the most. I'm clairsentient. And once I started grounding, honey, and implementing those boundaries, I was less anxious and I was just a better version of myself. And so look it up and see if you are any of those things, if you identify with any of those things. If you don't, but you still feel like, yo, like I'd be off. <laughs> I'd be feeling a lot, but I'm still off. Understand that grounding and clearing your energy routinely. It's a good start to start modifying your life to accommodate your high sensitivity, your high empathy, your clear feeling, or just 
your natural ability to feel and perceive energy that all humans have. So I hope very much that this episode was very informative. If you feel like there was something that was said that you want more clarity on, or even if you feel like you want more like drawn out techniques you know, about how to clear and ground, shoot me a message, you know, and I can do like a, um, another episode solely on techniques and stuff. But yeah, I thank y'all so much for listening. I really enjoyed this episode. I love this phenomenon of energy and the fact that I get to talk about it and teach it to others is like, yay. (laughs) So I will see y'all. Y'all will hear me in the next one. Love y'all. Goodbye. (laughs) And make sure you stay protected. Stay safe out there. And good luck with grounding. Okay, bye.